You've heard it said that every cloud has a silver lining. And it's true. Hard times in our lives can produce good results. You just have to dig through the fog to find them. The lessons that you learn from your hardships are never fun, but they're valuable. Over the next few weeks, I'd like us all to think about those hard-earned lessons. Maybe we can come out on the other side better than we were when it all started. This is something to think about. I distinctly remember the first time in my life that I experienced the mental and emotional crush of failed expectations. Looking back on it, it's pretty funny to recall. At the time, it was devastating. Believe it or not, I was four years old. It was my very first day of school. My birthday's in November, and they used to allow children four years old to enter kindergarten if their fifth birthday came before the end of the year. I was the youngest of three kids. I think my mom was ready to have an empty house for a few hours each day. Anyway, I was both tantalized and trepidatious about going to school, though I had no idea that those words existed, and I was much too young to evaluate my own mixed emotions. Mom walked with me to the school entrance, where the kindergarten teacher met all the kids and herded us into her classroom. The sights and smells for me were full of wonder. It was a brand new experience, and I was soaking it all in with eyes wide open like any four-year-old would. Somewhere around the middle of the morning, the teacher announced that in a few minutes, when we finished our current task, whatever that was, we would proceed single file down the hall to the restroom. My mom had told me that sometime during the day, we would all lay down and take a nap. And now the teacher announced that in just a few minutes, we would all be going to the restroom. I was astounded. I could hardly believe it. I couldn't wait. My brother and sister and I all slept in the same bedroom at home. My brother and I in bunk beds. Now, as I thought about going to the school restroom, I imagined a huge room crammed full of bunk beds, enough for everyone, each with its own soft, downy mattress, fluffy pillow, warm blankets. I never knew that schools had such rooms. I could scarcely bear the anticipation. Within a few minutes, the time had come. We stopped what we were doing, and the teacher moved to the doorway. The rest of us all lined up like baby ducks in a row. We began to march down the hall. We turned to the right, then to the left. My heart was pounding. The teacher stopped. She pointed to a door and said, This is the boys' room. Wow, I thought. The boys get their own room full of bunk beds. I was elated. The first boy pushed the door open, and as I walked into the room, I stopped dead in my tracks. The kid behind me plowed into my back. This was a bathroom. My mind went into overdrive. Okay, this makes sense. First, we're all going to the bathroom, then we'll go to the restroom. 
once again my anticipation began to soar. Finally, we were all back in the hall, all lined up for the climactic event. Down the hall we marched, back to the right, then to the left. But wait, we went back to the classroom. What just happened? Where was the restroom? Then it hit me like a ton of bricks. There was no giant room full of bunk beds. There were no soft mattresses and fluffy pillows. A restroom is just a bathroom. A bathroom. I was devastated. I don't remember anything about the remainder of that first day of school. I just remember the confusion, the utter disappointment, the empty feeling inside of me. Little did I, did I realize then that I had a whole life ahead of me that was full of dashed expectations. And the feeling never changes. Sure, sometimes you get mad, sometimes you feel betrayed or sad or just stunned, but you always feel empty, disappointed, depleted. I'm now 68 years old. I'm still not used to dashed expectations. You never are. They sneak up on you. You don't know they're coming, but when they do, they hit you like a ton of bricks, and they still hurt deeply. I'm not at all used to them, but I've learned how to handle them, both mentally and emotionally. I've learned to handle them spiritually. What you really need more than anything in the world is something constant, an anchor that never shifts, a target that never moves, a rock that can't be budged. You need a worldview that's grounded on something that never changes, never disappoints, never, ever fails. We all need this spiritual center to cling to when the shoe drops. An absolute, always certain point of reference, an idea that arises above every experience, an object of unqualified trust, an ever-enduring source of hope. Virtually every first responder with whom I've ever spoken about personal issues in their life was facing some form of dashed expectations. With their spouse with their kids, with their job, with their friend, with their parents, with their faith. I've had to talk with people about my own dashed expectations. Life is full of them. And the time to fix them is before they happen. Trust me, neither you nor I will always find behind the next door a room full of softness, warmth, and comfort. Not in this life. But you can and you need always to have a spiritual anchor. The foundational idea of something or someone absolutely trustworthy to walk through every door with you, no matter what is on the other side. How do you deal with dashed expectations? They always hurt. But there's always hope if you just look for it.
it's something to think about. If there's any way that I can help along the way, please give me a call or shoot me an email. I'd love to talk to you. Take care and thanks for all that you do.